word is upon me this day. I thank you on the other end that there is direct hearing of the word of God, that this will be revelation. We'll not only hear it, but we'll act on it. We'll be doers of that word, and we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians, the second chapter, will start in the 12th verse. He said, Wherefore, my beloved, so he's talking to us, as ye have always obeyed, not only in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Praise God. He didn't say, uh, work for your salvation. He said, work it out. Another translation said, demonstrate your salvation. Another one said, Carry your salvation into effect. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Williams's note said, The word salvation, work out your own salvation. The word salvation does not have the usual sense, but means rather the building up of the character of Christ. In other words, the personal expression of Christ through you. Now that's what he's talking about, working out your salvation. Work out what God has already placed in you. See, the grace of God has already given you everything you need. You are what God wants you to be, but you've got to work it out. I like to say it like this, walk it out, live it out, live what God has made you. Now I like the note, he said that word salvation meant rather the building up of the character of Christ. In other words, the personal expression of Christ through you. See, you are an ambassador for Christ. You know, a lot of times we that teach grace and major on the grace of God, and what, see, grace is God's unconditional love for you with no strings attached. You know, you're free to do anything you want to do. Do you know that? Paul said, I'm free to do whatever I want to do. But it's still something else there that we need to do. I don't don't just live any way I want to. Amen? Praise God. I've got something in me. I I want to reflect the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. 13th verse there said, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Another translation said, It is God which works in you. Another one, Weymouth said, It is God Himself whose power creates within you the desire to do His gracious will and also to bring about the accomplishment of that desire. God's got something in you greater than any pressure or any old habit or anything that can come against you. He's got God Himself, the Christ of God, dwelling on the inside of you. He has given you everything you need for life and godliness. He has already pronounced you holy, sanctified, totally delivered. Well, how come... How come people aren't uh, uh, living like that? Well, a lot of times we'll preach so much grace and everything over here. It's also a living this thing. Living it out. Work out your own salvation. Work it out. 
How are you going to work it out? Live it out. Demonstrate it out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Carrying your salvation into effect. Working it out. Walking it out. Demonstrating your salvation. I'm telling you right now, you know when I got saved? Within a month's time. Or, 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 or it might have been two months. I, I don't remember exactly. It might have been a little over. Uh, I got 125 people born again. How come? Because something happened to me and I was living it out. Those things that I, I had in me. I, I, didn't nobody teach me about the love of God? Hallelujah. When I got saved, I went around to people that I'd mistreated and done wrong uh, uh, and apologized. Hallelujah. Praise God. I went around and asked them to forgive me for the way I had done them, the way I had done, done things. I, I, I was in a, in a, a, a business not long ago or ordering some kind of fast food, and this, this tall black fella walked up by me. And I spoke to him, how you doing? And I said, don't I know you? He said, yeah, you, you whooped me one time. And I don't doubt that. But I said, would you forgive me? He said, yeah, I will. He said, I've been holding that against you ever since we was kids. Since I was in my 20s. Well, let me tell you something. I got something on the inside of me called the love of Almighty God. And I'll tell you what, that that's what's on the inside of you has to come to the outside. I'm telling you right now, we ought to look like our God. We ought to act like our God. If God lives in us, we ought to be that uh, ambassador that's sent out by Almighty God to represent our God. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. I know this ain't one of them jump and shout messages. But bless God, this is in there too. Praise God. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. The ninth verse. Said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, nor effeminate, are abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, covetous, nor drunkards, revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit or possess the kingdom of God. 11th verse. And such were, were, say were. were. Say it loud. Were. Such were some of you. But you are washed. But you are sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're washed. You're bought. Hallelujah. You're sanctified. All that's true, but that's in you, and that's set down to your credit. But then Paul said, work this out. Work out your sanctification. What do you mean? i got to work and do something? No. Bless God. Live it out. Demonstrate that. Demonstrate the righteousness of God. I don't live unholy. I don't, I, don't, I don't display myself with violence or, or, or strife or, or gossip and things like that. I don't, I, I'm not, I, I'd hate to be considered a gossiper or someone who calls strife, hallelujah, then call myself a God man, a man of God. 
Can you say amen? He said, now, work out your salvation. He said, you were some of them, drunkards, revelers, adulterers, fornicators, effeminate. It's done God where we're accepting that kind of thing into the church now. Not here, but as the church as a whole. You know them Baptist folks and them Pentecost folks are just as much your brother as these people here in this church. And we should find place to love them where they're at. Hallelujah. Nobody likes to be corrected. We're not called to correct the body of Christ. Amen? We're called to love them. How are you going to know you're a brother? You will know them because they love one another. Because they show the love of God. They show the sanctification of God. Hallelujah. They show they've been washed. They show they've been justified. They show that they've been sanctified. Amen. Someone said, well, I'm trying to get sanctified. Well, you little late. Jesus has done, done it for you. Amen. So, hallelujah. Ephesians 2.8 said, By grace was you saved through faith, and that not yourselves, the gift of God. Philip's translation said, For it is by grace that you're saved through faith. That does not depend on anything you have achieved. It is the free gift of God. So your grace is the free, free gift of God. Your salvation is a free gift of God. This is not by anything you have achieved. So we're not talking about you trying to achieve something to earn sanctification or anything else. You can't do it by the way you live or anything else. This is all God's doing. Jesus Christ has been made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and total redemption. 1 Corinthians 1.30. Amen. He's already been made. Unto, but then Paul says, now work this thing out. Walk this out. Demonstrate it out. Carry your salvation into effect. Or in other words, live this thing. You know, he writes this thing to born-again people. Amen. So, he said, by grace, you're saved. Now, the word grace just simply means this. God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Ain't no strings attached. What do you mean by that? Well, God ain't got a string on you, and if you mess up, God's going to pull your string. Well, what is grace? Grace is God's ability to cause you to to uh, live this stuff out. You've got something already in you, extended to you, called the grace of God that was given to you and keeps in effect by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace is yours. Unconditional. No strings attached. If you fail, grace is still yours. How many of you know when you fail, that's when grace needs to kick in? Huh? That's when it needs to kick in, when you fail. See, grace is God's clause in the Word of God to keep you from failing. It is a no-fault clause. When you fail, God sees the blood. The blood of Jesus is speaking for that. So there's unconditional. See, this covenant, this blood of Jesus keeps our covenant in attack because He made the covenant for God Almighty. He was the Lamb of God. He is also the Son of Man. So now two families has been put together in one man named Christ. He's the head of a new family of people. 
Amen? He's a head of God's family now. Amen? So being he made the covenant, you can't break it because you didn't make it. Now, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you sin, well, glory to God, glory to God. Grace is God's ability to keep you from falling. His ability. Grace is God's ability. Turn with me the book of uh, Revelation and back up one page to Jude. Let's read this. I can quote it, but let's read it. Hallelujah. Jude, the 24th verse. When you get it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Grace is God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Hallelujah. Now, being you've got the unconditional love of God extended to you, now we're to walk this thing out. Can you say amen? Jude, the 24th verse, said, Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. He's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. <laughs> Let's read that again. Now unto Him that's able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless. Now how can He do that? Because it's something kicked in. When Jesus is raised from the dead, He's extended grace to the whole world. For God was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with Himself. God ain't mad at nobody. God has not got one thing against any man now. Now that's the unconditional love of Almighty God. Well, you say, well, if that's the case, everybody will be saved. No, they've got to receive Jesus Christ. They've got to receive the work of Jesus. They've got to accept Him as their personal and only Lord. Amen? Praise be unto God. So we've got something kicked in that'll keep you from falling. I call it the no-fall clause. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Keep you from falling and present you faultless. Present you faultless. How can God present you faultless? Because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? We've got something, I mean, that we've never presented it to the world. We're still t uh, preaching to, to folks out there just like there was nothing to them, that there wasn't anything, and, and, and we preach more sin than we do repentance. We preach more sin than we do reconciliation. God was in Christ reconciling the world. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what if you sin? What if you miss it? You've got a clause. Turn to 1 John, 1st chapter. 1 John, the first chapter. Look in the sixth verse. First John, first chapter, sixth verse. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, 
and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Eighth verse said, if we say we have not sinned, if you've sinned, if you've missed, listen, Jesus' blood is paid for all sin. Sin's handled. But if you miss it, in, it, when he's talking about sin in the New Testament, he's not talking about acts. He's talking about when you miss it. If you miss it, don't lie about it. Bless God. Say, I missed it, Lord, and go before the Lord. Amen. Now, eighth verse, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. Ninth verse, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise be unto God. Knox's translation said he's able to keep you clean, clear of sin. He said he'll keep you clear of sin. What you don't want is sin in your life because you know why? Sin will make you a coward. Sin will make you shrink back from God. Sin will cause you from not believing God. Well, I got something wrong in my life. That's why, bless God, when you sin, run to God, not from Him. Run to the altar, bless God, and say, Father, I missed it, I've sinned. Now He'll cleanse your conscience from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Second chapter, the first verse. Amen. Praise God, praise God. He said, my little children, these things I write unto you that you sin not. Work out your own salvation. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he's the propitiation for our sin. And not for, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the world, the whole world. How many of you know he's done stood for the whole world? We need to tell people, Jesus doesn't forgive you. Jesus already set you right. He's already made you righteous, but it don't do no good if you don't accept it. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me, if you will, to uh, 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter again. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Hallelujah. Starting at ninth verse again. Praise God. He said, Know ye not that unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God? And then he lists all these things. Fornicators, all these things. Then the eleventh verse. And such were some of you. This was some of you. You were some of these things. You're not now. God does not consider you, I mean, even after you fail. He's got something that will keep you from failing called the grace of Almighty God. And if you'll confess it when you fail, He'll cleanse your conscience and keep something clear in your life that when you come to God, you can come boldly to the throne of God and obtain mercy and find grace. See, to help in a time of need. Praise God. 11 first said, such were some of you. But you're washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of God. Now listen to him. Now you, you that's washed, you that walk in grace, you that have 
all the righteousness of God can place upon you, all the sanctification, 12th verse. He said, now Ben, you got all this. He said, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. The word expedient is not good for you. Everything ain't good for you. Do you know that? He said, now all things are lawful to me. Everything I do, you're washed, you're clean, you're sanctified, but still, now still, being you all this, he said, now all things, everything's lawful to me. I can do whatever I want to. I've been set free. But some things ain't good for you. Some things ain't good for you. Like what? Fornication. Adultery. Effeminate. That ain't good for you. You say, what if I do it? The grace of God will kick in, but it ain't good for you. You won't get your prayers answered because something's on the back burner. Something you know ain't right. Every one of you know in your heart, you got Jesus living in your heart. You know whether they're right. You know whether they're wrong. You know whether you're cheating somebody. You know where you lied on somebody. You know where you've caused strife in the family. Amen? Hallelujah. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful unto me, but I will not be brought under the power of any, he said. Praise God. All things are expedient, he said, are not good for you. Not good for your health. Let me tell you something else. All things ain't good for your testimony of Jesus Christ. Huh? All things are not good for your testimony. All things ain't good for you, praise God, to do. Hallelujah. You got holiness in you. You got sanctification. You got justification. He's presented you faultless before Him. Hallelujah. Now work out your own salvation. Walk it out. Live it out. Live like it. Praise God. Moffat's translation, that 12th verse, said, All things are lawful for me, yes, but not all things are good for me. All things are lawful for me, yes, but I'm not going to let anything master me. I'm not going to let cigarettes master me. I'm not going to let any of this do. See, something, kind of like a fellow told me, he said, well, how am I going to drop, get out from under this? You know how you break a plate, break a habit, you drop it. You got the power to do that. Bless God, you got the power in you to be delivered from anything. No matter what comes up, that grace of God can kick in. Amen. One translation said, even if I'm free to do all things. How many of you know you're free to do all things? Huh? You're free to do all things. You've been set free. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. You're set free. Even if I'm set free to do all things, I will not do them if I think it'd be hard for me to stop when I know I should. You ever, you ever started doing something you knew was wrong and it's ten times harder to stop after you done started it? Huh? I've seen folks quit smoking a year or two later, didn't have the goosebumps on them or something they had at the time and start back smoking, it's ten thousand times harder to quit than it was before. Amen. Amen. A few years back, I, I saw in, in, in the full gospel movement, uh, a lot of preachers 
started drinking a little wine. Drinking a little wine. You know, they just have party and they, they first started out drinking a little wine It was non-alcoholic. Didn't have no alcohol in it. Well, that ain't no good, that ain't no, that ain't no a, a good testimony. I'm not going to do something that I'll be brought under the, under the very uh, power of it. He said, even if I'm free to do all things, I'll, I will not do them if it'd be hard for me to stop when I know I should. Hallelujah. Praise God. I saw people get under the, uh, go back to drinking because they drank a little of this and they started drinking something with a little alcohol in it. First thing you know, they was back doing the things that they used to do. Uh, you don't give place. You don't give place to things like that. You live out your salvation. God has made you sanctified. By the grace of God, He keeps you from falling. He keeps you in sanctification, justification, and total redemption. He keeps you in that. Now that's the blood of Jesus being applied to you. But He also said, now walk this thing out. Work this thing out. Work your salvation out. Work your sanctification out. Work this out. You're a representative of Almighty God. Reveal the character of Christ. You've already got Christ in you. Reveal it. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. Grace is God's ability in you to live holy. You got the grace of God extended to you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Look there in the 13th verse. Meat for the belly. Belly for meats, but God shall destroy both of them. Now the body is not for fornication, but the Lord's, and the Lord for the body. Hallelujah. Go on down. 16th verse. What? Know ye not, know ye not, that he which joined to a harlot is one body? For two, he saith, shall be one flesh. 17th verse. But he that's joined to the Lord's one spirit. You that's joined the Lord's one spirit. How many of you know you don't have a, your spirit and the Holy Spirit and all this in you? Bless God. You, the Holy Spirit, the greater one swallowed up the lesser. Now there's one spirit in you, the spirit of Almighty God. Now he said, work this out. Walk this out. Live this out. Demonstrate this God that's in you. You got the ability to do that. How do I do that? I speak God's word. How do I do that? I tell people about Jesus. Hallelujah, I am Jesus with skin on. Can you say amen? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, 18th verse, he said flee, that's you. You know, flee is a little faster than flow. I mean, you flee. Fornication, every sin that man doeth, is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. 19th verse. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you're not your own, for you're bought with a price? Therefore glorify God in your body. That's that's you doing it. In your spirit, which are God's. Amen. One translation said, You don't own yourself. Somebody paid dearly for you. Let your body be a credit to Him. 
What do you mean? Just your physical? No, just the way you live. And it's out. See, this body contacts this world out here. We're to demonstrate Jesus Christ out here. Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Blessed be God. Speak God's word. Hallelujah. Be instant in season. And I mean, when something comes up, people ought to know they can come see you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I know when I first got saved, I didn't, I, I didn't know anybody that, you know, where I was going to church, they still, a deacon smoked cigarettes. They couldn't wait till they get outside and light up a cigarette. And that's all right with me. I, didn't, I wasn't against that. I, I didn't know no better. But when I got saved, I'm telling you right now, I didn't want no cigarette. I want to live for God. And that's always shocked me that people would have habits and they hang on and hang on. And year after year after year, they still these same habits. I got something in me, bless God, that caused me to want to live for God and live holy. That's the grace of God living in it, praise God. Ability from God to never fail. Never fail. If I fail, I got 1 John 1 9. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the sixth chapter. Praise God. Romans, the sixth chapter. We're starting the twelfth verse. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it, in the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness. See, now you done been made righteous. Now you done been made sanctified. You done been made justified. Now the grace of God's already been kicked in for you. He's going to keep you from falling. But when something comes up and you fail, you got 1 John 1, 9. Now listen close to me. God wants you to live in, in the victory. He wants you living in forgiveness. He wants you to live in, in righteousness. He wants you living a sanctified life. Amen? Well, how am I going to do that? He's already made you sanctified. He left us an example called the Lord Jesus Christ. He says we're to walk in His footsteps. Amen? So let not sin reign in your mortal body. 13th verse. Neither yield ye your members instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God. How am I going to? I'm going to yield to God. The God that's in me. Hallelujah. As those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. 14th verse. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but you're under grace. See, you ain't under, you ain't under, ain't nothing got a hold on you. Ain't nothing got a hold on you, shouldn't have, but grace. Grace has made me sanctified. Grace has given me the life of God. Grace has given me something in me that I can live above sin and, 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 and failure in this life. Praise God. Skip on down to the 18th verse. He said, But then, being then made free from sin. How I many know you've been made free from sin? All your sins paid for, past, present, future. That's the grace of God. 
ye became servants of righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So 19th verse. He said, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants unto unrighteousness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants of righteousness unto holiness. Live this way. You know, you don't have to yield anything. You got the power of Almighty God in you. You don't have to yield to something. I'm telling you right now, you've got something on the inside of you greater than anything in this world. You've got a right to live out the very holiness and sanctification of God. Hallelujah. That pleases our God. Praise God. Praise God. He said, yield your members. I looked up the word yield. It meant to make a commitment. Make your commitment. Hallelujah. Make a commitment. Well, sometimes I fail. Failure don't bother God. Failure does not bother God. The blood of Jesus Christ has paid for your failure. Say, well, what if I sin? Sin's missing the mark, so I confess 1 John 1, 9, I confess my failure before God and He cleanses my conscience. I ain't got something on the back burner where I cannot live for Almighty God. I can live in sanctification. I can walk this thing out every day of my life. I can demonstrate God. I can walk about knowing, bless God, the God of this universe, the creator of heaven and earth, has created me righteous, true, and holy before Him. Hallelujah. Well-pleasing. That's called the grace of God. Now he said, walk this out. Work this out. Demonstrate this. Praise God. Keep your conscience clean. We're under grace, not under the law. Do you know he done away with the law? Jesus annihilated the law. He said, now where there's no law, you can't break the law. So you can't break the law. It ain't no law. It's kind of like in Montana. They don't have a speed limit up there. Amen. You can go 200 if your car go that fast. You won't get a ticket. Amen. Well, you can do whatever you want to. God's not going to give you a ticket. Well, does He want you living like that? Why? Why don't He want you driving 200 miles an hour? Because it's dangerous. Why don't He want you sin? It's dangerous. Why don't He want you fornicating, adultery? any of these other things. It's diseases. It's dangerous. Do you understand what I mean? God wants you to walk out your holiness. Walk out and live this thing every day of your life. Bless God. Living in the grace of God. If I fail, I don't worry about it. Bless God. I press on towards the mark of the high calling of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. So we're under grace, God's ability, God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Now all things, being I'm under grace, all things is lawful for me. Now what Paul said, I'm, I'm free to do whatever I want to, but I don't do it. I lie to make a, a wrong impression on somebody that, that needs Jesus. I may show them the wrong picture of Jesus Christ. I might show them something that, that ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. 
I don't want to represent me. I want to be that ambassador, see. I want to show people Jesus. How sanctification. Praise God. When I got saved, I, 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 smoked, I smoked, a lot of days I smoked carton of cigarettes. I'd be drinking. And I, I, I smoke as much as a carton of cigarettes. Have cigarettes laid every which way. But let me tell you something. When I got saved, something come into me. And I'm telling you right now, three days after I was saved, I could feel I had lungs again. Bless God. Hallelujah. I could breathe. Hallelujah. Didn't, didn't nobody tell me to quit smoking? Didn't no one tell me all these? Didn't nobody say, now, Sullivan, now, let me tell you what you do. You quit cussing. Man, I, I tell you what, I never cussed after I got saved. One time when I was first preaching, I said, I, I was preaching and I cussed. I'd just been preaching and didn't nobody hear me but me. <laughs> I sure was blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I never told nobody either. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. All things are lawful for me, but I will not willfully sin. I'll glorify God. I'll walk in sanctification. I'll walk, the, I'll live out my salvation. I'll work it out. I'll work it out in my physical body. My sanctification, I'll walk it out. I walk, you know, when sometimes when you teach a baby to walk, sometimes he falls. What do you do? Just stomp him down? No, that's what most Christians do. We stomp them and kick them and down them. Oh, he ain't got nothing from God. Yeah, he got something from God. But looking at you and your old gossiping long tongue, he done lost what he had. Amen? Walk it out. If you fail, you got 1 John 1, 9. If you fail, you got the blood of Jesus speaking better things than justice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can walk this out. How come? Because God's got the ability now unto him that's able to keep me from falling. And present me how? Faultless before his presence of his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 6. 15th verse. What then shall we sin? Back up to the 14th verse. Let's read that. Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we sin? Because we're not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. God forbid. Why, well, are you ignorant? In other words, he said, are you ignorant? Is your bread done? Is your cheese done slid off your cracker? Does your double six just have 11 spots? Something wrong with you if you think like that. Well, I'm just free. You're kind of like I told a fella today. I said, fella, if sin would send people to hell, you'd already be in hell. You are the top sinner I know anywhere. And I wasn't lying. And he laughed and laughed and laughed. He said, yeah, but the grace of God's done kicked in. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I've been learning about sin. I don't want to hurt my daddy's feelings. I don't want to be like that. And he said, I've changed so much. I hadn't heard from him in a while. But blessed be God, he is walking out some good stuff. And I... Hallelujah, hallelujah. Work out your own salvation. Don't, don't, don't get upset with a fellow that fails. Tell him what he can do. Help him up. You which are spiritual, restore such a one. You know, I've seen a lot of folks fail. And I've looked for them folks that are spiritual to restore somebody. 
See, most folks, when someone fails, they want to talk about them, get on the phone, tell they all they've done wrong. Ye which are spiritual, you know what you'll do? Restore someone. Why? Because the same unconditional love that's in God, that He's extended to you, that love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Walk out, work out, live out, demonstrate. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Grace frees me and gives me the ability to live daily in the holiness of Almighty God. Grace gives me the, the no-fault clause. It's no fault. If I fail, if I'm walking this thing out and I fail, I got something that kicks in called the grace of God. I've got something, what is it? Sanctification, redemption, uh, total righteousness, all that's, a, uh, that's me. Well, didn't you fail? Yeah, I failed, but I confess that and I'm pressing on towards the mark. I'm heading on towards the mark of the high calling of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk this thing out. Hallelujah. I'm going to live this thing out and people's going to see, hallelujah, that bless God there is such thing as living right and enjoying your life. Praise God. You know it's more fun to live for God than it is to live in sin. I can remember before I got saved, I didn't just, I didn't wake up every morning. I just come to like a wild goose in a hailstorm. Just bless God, just come to. I've seen a time I'd wake up and didn't even know what town I was in. Amen. But I'm telling you now, I wake up and the joy, I was awake at four o'clock this morning thanking God. Hallelujah. Thank God for my wife. Thank God for what you've done for me. Thank God I can live for you. Thank God I ain't no struggle me trying to do it. Hallelujah. I'm walking this thing out. And if I fail, grace kicks in and the blood of Jesus Christ is speaking for me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, well, I'll just do what I want to. I'm free to do it. Well, you're not under the law. You're under grace. Shall we sin? God forbid. God forbid we'd live in such a thing as that. God forbid that we could be recognized as anything other than God's men and women, His family. Hallelujah. You ever asked somebody? I've asked people, have you ever been born again? Well, it's too personal. It's too personal. I don't talk about it. I know you don't. Hallelujah. God's folks do. God's folks are ambassadors. God's folks ought to be showing people what the kingdom of God's all about. What is it all about? It's about freedom. You know, you ain't free to choose till you get into the uh, kingdom of God. You ain't free under the old... Uh, 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 Demonic rule. I mean, he said, he said he kept everybody under bondage till Jesus went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them that all their lifetime were in bondage. Bless God, I'm free. I'm free to live for God. I'm free to demonstrate God. I'm free to be God's spokesman. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look in the 16th, Romans 6, 16. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom you obey, 
whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart the former doctrine which was delivered unto you, being then made free from sin, ye become servants of righteousness. In other words, we're slaves to righteousness. We're slaves to living right. Amen? One translation said, slaves to right doing. That's simple enough, ain't it? I can do something right. I can do something pleasing to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to the fourth chapter of Ephesians. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Praise God. Y'all getting anything out of this? This is one of them shouting messages. You can live like this. Amen. Fourth chapter. See, we are the example of Christ. Amen. We are Jesus with skin on. Ephesians 5.30 said, You're bone of His bone and flesh of His flesh. You know, when people see you, they see the example of what Christ is. You got a right to demonstrate Christ. Hallelujah. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, starting the 23rd verse. Get your thinking right. Ephesians 4 23. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Get your thinking right. How? 24th verse. That you put on in your mind, and you renew your mind. What? And that you put on. The new man, which after God's created in righteous and true holiness, put that on. Where? In your thinking. I've been created righteous. Amen? I have been created in true holiness. Not something I wear or way I live or, or something. I am a created being. I am a holy being. A righteous being. Made that away by the Lord Jesus Christ. See? Ain't, 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 nobody, ain't nobody ever accused me said, uh, or asked me, said, are you a woman or a man? Ain't nobody ever asked me that. I'm full-blood restored man. How am I? Well, you are full-blood restored righteous. You're full-blood restored holy. God, you can't do something to improve on God. Hallelujah. Well, I, I, I miss it. Well, that's when the grace kicks in. If I miss it, I got the blood of Jesus speaking better things than justice. Not what I deserve, but what He bought and paid for. We're bought with a price. So glorify Him in your body. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now listen to Him, 23rd verse. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Think like this. Renew, renew, renew. You have to renew it. Put on the new man in your thinking which after God is creating righteousness and true holiness. Now see, that's what you're to put on. Then 25th verse said, Wherefore put away lying. Well, that's some of that work out your own salvation. You put that away. You don't have to lie. Huh? It's a, it's a saying among preachers. How many come to your meeting the other night? Oh, it looked like around 500. might have been 150. And we say, well, that's evangelistically speaking. Well, that's called lying. That's stretching it. Amen. Now let's put away lying. Speak every man the truth with his neighbor. 
For we're members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. It ain't nothing wrong getting mad. I like to see someone bless God who's got a little, a little something about them. Got a little fire about them. You know that? I like to see someone bless God. You know, Jesus went to church one day and he just tore the shades down and whooped them all out of there. Now that ain't, that ain't what you to do because ain't nobody got something like that. Amen. Praise God. I like to see someone with fire about them because you turn that fire and get it on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. I can live holy, sanctified. I can walk out my salvation, bless God, and I don't care what comes against me, any old habit. I'm not coming under the jurisdiction of that because grace is kicked in and I'll walk in the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. That don't mean if you and your wife have a fuss, wait till just before dark to get it straight, neither. Well, I'm going to wait till the sun goes down on that sucker. Yeah. Hallelujah. And then I ain't going to like it then. You know, I'm just obeying. See, and he says, neither give place to the devil. No, when you do something wrong, I'm sorry. Walk in the love of God. You can do it. You got the ability do you know love is your ultimate weapon? It's the weapon of mass destruction. It's never been defeated. It'll never fail. Amen. Neither give place to the devil. That means you can give him place. Well, I ain't going to do it. I ain't gonna, you mean if I fail, that gives place to the devil? No, I got the grace of God kicked in. Amen. So I don't give him place in my thinking or nothing else. 28th verse. Let him that stole steal no more. Praise God. 29th verse. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the edifying, that we may minister grace unto the hearers. 30th verse. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, wherein you are sealed. You know you've been sealed? That word sealed there means inspected and approved. You've been inspected and approved of God. God inspected you. You're God's product. You're what God wants. Now walk it out. Live it out. Hallelujah. Sealed under the day of redemption. 31st verse. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. You know you've been forgiven? How did I get forgave? I asked for forgiveness? No. Well, I repented? No. God forgave you in Christ. It's already given you. Forgiveness is already yours. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Forgive. Act in love. Praise God. Live by what God has put in you. What does He put in you? 24th verse. Put on the new man which after God. How are you going to put him on? In your thinking. In your actions. In your talking. I mean, you done got something. You got the best God can make you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now walk it out. Live it out. Praise God. Fifth chapter there. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Ha, ha, ha. And walk in love. How? As Christ has also loved us and has given himself for us an offering a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Walk in love. 
walk in what He has put in you. Listen to the third verse. But fornication, all uncleanness, covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. I know you've been done become a saint of God. You're a saint of God. So don't let this be named among you. Amen? Hallelujah. Someone ought to shout there. They got something to stop off. You're a saint of God. Fourth verse, Neither filthiness, foolish talking, nor jesting, which is not convenient, but rather giving thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, unclean person, or covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One translation, Johnson said, Because they give no evidence of ever being in the family. You ever seen folks that don't give no evidence? You can't tell them from a sinner? Huh? You can't tell them from someone who's never known Jesus? We ought to be able to be seen. Anybody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Well, what are you doing? You put on these things. Look in the fifth verse there. I mean the eighth verse. Five, eight. He says all them things, and then he said, For years sometime you were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One translation said, For though once your heart was full of darkness, now it's full of light from the Lord, and your behavior should show it. Ain't that clear enough? Your behavior. Now, we're talking about the grace of God, living in the grace of God, living in the forgiveness of God, living in the love of God, living in the sanctification of God, living in the righteousness of God, living being justified. I'm walking this out. I'm living this out. I'm walking it out, and I stumble and fail. Bless God. Hallelujah. Something kicks in called the grace of God. Hallelujah. And He keeps me from falling. What is it? The blood of Jesus cleanses me from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Praise God. You know, my mother went to a church when I was a young man, and they believed if you'd done something wrong, you lost your salvation. So being she thought she'd lose her salvation, she wouldn't admit she'd sinned. Because you sin, you lost your salvation. I asked one of them one time, how many times you be saved? He said, oh, hundreds of times. No, you can get saved one time. Once is enough. He said, for, for you to get saved again, if you fall away, Jesus have to go back to the cross. He ain't going back to the cross. He drew all men unto me. Hallelujah. This signifying which death he should die. So he has done, handled the sin problem, the new birth, everything else. All you got to do is receive it. Can you say amen? Now, if you sin, we got something kicked in for us. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. But after my mama started coming to church and hearing me preach some of this stuff, this ain't the first time I have preached any of this. Hallelujah. I found 1 John 1, 9. I thought they put that in there personally for me. I look like I had to confess every day of my life something. Amen. 
Praise God. Praise God. I found that. Paul said, it's, it's all right. If you, you can do anything you want to. It's lawful. But said, I ain't coming under the master of it. I ain't letting nothing master me but the grace of God and the love of Almighty God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. There in Ephesians 5, 8, said, You were sometime darkness, now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. One translation. Let me read that again. For though we were, your hearts was full of darkness, now it's full of light from the Lord, and your behavior should show it. Walcott's translation said, So your conduct yourself, so you conduct yourself as those enlightened. Conduct yourself that way. Walk out your salvation. Work it out. William said, But now in union with the Lord, you are light itself. You're it. Hallelujah. You can live in the light. You can live demonstrating the light. I am free. All things is lawful unto me. But now I'm a saint of God, and I choose to live out and work out my own salvation. Grace is God's ability in us to live righteous, live in love, live in the holiness of Almighty God. Praise God. Praise God. In 1 Corinthians, you might write this down, 15, 9, and 10. I'm going to quote this out of Clarence Jordan's translation. It said, Only by the grace of God I am now what I am. And the favor, and the favor he showed me was not wasted. For I worked harder than all the rest. Not I really. Not I really. But God's goodness that had a hold on me. See, we need to let the goodness of God, the grace of God, the favor of God, His blessing, get a hold on us. Praise God, praise God. You know, the grace of God will cause you to tell folks out there about Jesus. It'll cause you to lay hands on the sick. It'll cause you to walk and live holy before the living God. Praise God. When God's favor, when His love's got a hold on you, you'll live like Jesus. Do you know that? You'll live that way. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me over a couple of books to Colossians, the first chapter. Colossians, the first chapter. Praise God. First Corinthians, I mean, first Colossians 1, first chapter of Colossians, 21st verse. Now listen to him. And you that were sometimes alienating enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. The word reconcile there meant to change from one form to another completely. It don't mean, mean you changed. It means you changed from one form to another completely. You've been completed in Christ. You're completely changed. Amen? So, you were, one, were sometimes alienating enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled, changed completely, in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. Grace keeps this intact. 
Grace keeps you holy. Grace keeps you unblameable. Grace keeps you unreprovable. You understand that? Grace is done kicked in for you. By grace will you save through faith and that not of yourself. Blessed be God. I got a work to work out, walk out, live out, love out just what God has placed on the inside of me. He's given me the right to live this away. Praise God to represent Him in this earth, to show people what Jesus is all about. Yes, I'm free to do all things. All things is lawful to me. But Paul said, I ain't going to do it. He went on to say, God forbid that I do something like that. I wouldn't do something like that. Well, I'm not trying to, Brother Sullivan, but sometimes I fail. Well, that's when your grace kicks in and He'll keep you from falling. Hallelujah. Keep you unblameable, unreprovable, and present you righteous in His sight. Praise God. Praise God. Well, glory. You get anything out of this today? Praise God. Hallelujah.